I was staying in the Catskill Mountains in New York State for a few days. I had booked an Airbnb with my girlfriend where we could bring our dog, 100 pounds German Shepherd. The Airbnb was a strange RV that was converted slash. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Span it into a cabin. The place was far away from any other houses and on the side road basically on the side of a mountain overlooking an amazing view. The stay had two fire pits, one was right next to the cabin and the other was about 800 feet away on top of a hill. The last night we were there we were having one last fire in the far away fire pit. The fire pit had a great view of the mountain range slash. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Cornfields on one side and the other side sat up against the wood line. We had our dog off leash. He is very well mannered and we were playing some music on a Bluetooth speaker. Our dog kept looking towards the wood line and it was freaking my GF out. We would occasionally turn the music off and just listen to see if we could hear anything. I also had a small LED flashlight and would scan the woods with it looking for any animal eyes it picked up. Well after a little bit of this, my dog jumped up to his feet and started full force aggressively growling at the woods, very out of character for him. Just when I was getting up and turning the music off my dog darted at the woods maintaining his high alert status. He juked left and I heard something take only a few steps back in response. I was able to call him back to me right away at which point he crept back keeping his eyes locked on this creature. As my girlfriend held our dog's collar I stepped closer into the woods with my flashlight and small knife in hand. As I was scanning the woods my flashlight picked up on a set of eyes which now looked and sounded a lot further back than we had heard the steps. The eyes were glowing like a dog's eyes in the light of my lead flashlight but the height is what threw me off. It was too tall to be any animal I would expect to see raccoon, coyote, skunk, etc. I figured it was a black bear. Although, Black bears are very skittish to people and especially dogs unless protecting their young so it wasn't adding up in my head. I sat there for a solid 3-4 to four minutes trying to focus on what this was the eyes also didn't look like a bear it looked like a crouching dog. I was lost in my curiosity and my girlfriend went into almost shock put the music back on and said we're getting out of here and going inside. I kept telling her to turn the music off and started walking back to her without turning from the woods but I wasn't going to stay out there alone. She started dragging our dog back to the cabin and my dog and I had our eyes fixed on the woods. As soon as my flashlight went off the creature it started following alongside of us in the wood line. The footsteps I heard sounded just like a person walking in the woods and as it followed us I heard ATLE's two separate sets walking near it in the woods. We got inside the cabin locked the door and shut all the blinds and were completely freaked out. I spent the next hour or so listening and watching out the window hoping the animal would walk into the spotlight off the cabin so I could identify it. I never saw anything step out, but the footsteps continued walking around back there behind the cabin in the woods. I stepped out the door about an hour or two later but heard nothing and searched with my flashlight. Whatever I heard that night was not afraid of my dog and I have never seen my dog act like this. My dog will chase rabbits and even deer without making a sound, luckily he always comes back to me when I call him. I have spent a lot of time outdoors in my life and have always been able to identify any animal encounters. 
I have asked a lot of my hunting friends about this and asked what if any animal would react like this and not instantly run away from a dog of his size. The mystery of not knowing is what creeps me out the worst. I had never heard of Dogman at the time so it didn't even cross my mind during the sighting until I started researching crouching dog sightings online. My girlfriend hates to talk about whatever I saw and we heard that night so here I am presenting my story as a hopeful skeptic. I have lived in northern Michigan my entire life. I am 53 years old. When we were teens in the 80s we would drive around the trails in two tracks and try to get lost exploring. One night, near the Manistee National Forest, we saw a dog man and we freaked out. We went to our friend's house where his uncle also lived. My friend's uncle was a hardcore logger from the area. He told us about loggers in the area seeing dog man and Bigfoot for hundreds of years. One thing my friend's uncle told us was that the Indians tell the story that the dogmen are actually here to protect us from unknown creatures that live deep underground and sometimes surface to feed. Strange but could possibly be true. I was on my way to work at Planet Fitness. My shift was 6 to 14 and I walked to work from a trailer court on the outskirts of town and it's a long walk. I usually leave at 4:30 hours to give myself plenty of time to get to the convenience store next door and get a cup of coffee and my snacks and drinks. When I leave the trailer I was staying at, I walk the road to the front entrance and turn right onto Upper River Road. It is a very quiet area and I usually only encounter the same two or three vehicles driving into town. Obviously people who were working early like me. Well, there are no sidewalks so I had to walk on the road and get off the road when a vehicle is coming up behind me. I have been walking this route since March and I have been doing it with the rising sun. However, it's September now and I'm now walking in the darkness of the coming winter and I was experiencing a lot of problems with having no light of my own. I was needing one for my own safety and also to light my way in the darkness on this road. There are only like 3 street lights and that's not enough to light up the road. So, I was walking around this hillside and the road curves to the west and then curves to the north if you're traveling north on Upper River Road. Now where it curves north, there is a gravel road that connects to Upper River Road and the railroad tracks then meet up and run parallel to Upper River Road. And on the other side of those tracks is Lower River Road and they run parallel for about a half mile. Then they split again as you get toward the park and the housing area that runs adjacent to the park. I am just getting to where the tracks are going to run parallel to the road. I'm walking down the road and I start to hear a few things that sound like an animal moving through the brush. Then I hear rocks that are moving as if something that is standing on them suddenly moved. I spin my flashlight that my son had let me use. It was a bright light and a very nice one. As my light shines on the deer, that's what I am assuming it is. That is diving over to the other side of the tracks. I am sure that I didn't see any black where its hoof should be and I didn't see any white where the tail should be. No, this was all wrong for I saw what looked like a cat's hind paws and a tail that was kind of bushy, but it didn't look like a mountain lion's tail. I now feel great deal of adrenaline pumping and I am now suddenly feeling like a sudden sensation of fear. 
I am now in a situation where I am in the position of being in the path of a mountain lion. I then hear what sounds like bare feet slapping on the asphalt, similar to what it sounds like when you hear people that are barefoot at the pool, the slapping of feet and the thud of weight as they walk or run. However, I am not only hearing this thing running, I am feeling the weight of the footsteps, but I don't know what I'm hearing. I do know that I am hearing that it is running away on two legs and it's all very, very fast as it is suddenly about 150 yards away from me now. I am just looking at the road in front of me and I have about 200 yards to go to get to the next streetlight which is the corner of the park and the housing areas that border the park. I am also going through a construction work area and there are those highway traffic posts, the ones with octagon base and a round orange reflective pole centered in the middle. I think they're called delineators and they were about 48 feet tall. I know that this thing is now up there because I can hear it snapping and breaking tree limbs as it's going through the line of trees and the brush that is in the small drainage ditch between the tracks and upper river road down by the start of the park and the first house on the corner. There is a street light on the house side of the street, which is what I have to get to in order to see what I'm actually looking at. After I hear the snapping sounds of it coming back over the tracks and crossing over the drainage ditch. I now see what looks like a huge dog walking on all fours and it is not a deer like I thought. Then I hear what sounds like a loud popping noise and then another one that is a very loud sound, and it is now standing up on two legs, and I am just going through this process of being in a situation where I am looking at something that doesn't really work out in my mind, it looks like a werewolf and those are only in scary movies and the scary stories but I am looking at it stand by the side of the road underneath that street lamp. I am not sure how long it is I have been looking at this thing, but now I have this sense of dread and fear that I have never felt before. I can now see I shine and I see that it's sniffing the air, and then it suddenly turns its head quickly into my direction and it is now looking at me. I don't know how long it was looking at me and I was looking at it. It's the first time I noticed the size of this thing because it is now stepping into the road and there are those four foot delineator posts on the sides of the road. I noticed that the posts were about up to its upper thigh, they're just up to my chest when I walk by them and I see that this thing is at least eight and a half feet to ten feet tall and it is very muscular and I can see the muscle definition and contraction as it moves through the construction area and then goes behind the house on the corner. I can see the backyard motion lights come on as it walks into the backyard of a house and it is walking up the hill where I can hear it moving through the brush and overhang of the trees in the backyard. I have to get work, I tell myself and I am eventually able to break the spell of my mind being blown. I can't hear it anymore and I ran past the yard and go to work. I'm from Wexford. Michigan and my dad told me and my brothers this story all of my childhood. My brothers tortured me with the song. Now I'm obsessed with anything to do with the supernatural. But I absolutely swear I lived out in Miyawataka, don't know how to spell it, and when I and my family were out late, my parents and brothers went to the house after a long time of putting our trampoline up for the summer and I was still out in the dark. As I was walking back I heard scuffling to the side of me in the brush and huffing slash heavy breathing and when I look over I see bright yellow eyes. I swear to God on that. I'm 20 now and it literally just resurfaced in my memory. 
Whether it's the dog man or something else, there is something in them woods. I'm probably the youngest person to come to you about this. I'm 16, grew up here in Montana, and am very active in the outdoors. When I was four or five, I lived with my parents, in a small town, next to the highway. Our house was right next to it and my room faced a gravel road, that went into the highway. It was summer and we didn't have AC, so I would leave my window open at night, so I could stay cool. One night, I woke up and noticed a silhouette, standing outside my window. My eyes focused and I saw that it had a furry outline and these frost blue eyes it was using to look at me. I sat up in my bed, frightened, but I didn't feel the need to yell for my parents or anything. It just kind of stared at me. While looking at it, I saw that it had pointed ears, with tufts of fur, like lynx have, and a muzzle like a German shepherd. It was fairly muscular and was almost resting on my window sill like it was leaning up against it. We stared at each other for a good couple of minutes. Then, it smiled at me, like a dog does and even tilted its head. It then backed away from my window, walked across my yard, to our chain-link fence, and literally stepped over it. I got out of bed, to watch this thing as it got down on all fours, and ran down the road, and across the highway. Listening, I heard it yip and bark while on the other side, which was prairie, with a butte and then forest. It was almost like it was calling to others. Looking back on this, I feel like maybe it felt like I didn't pose a threat. Maybe it was just curious. Back then, I was just a little kid. Now I'm a lot bigger. I'm 6 feet 7 and weigh almost 200, so I'm thinking if I saw one of these again, I probably wouldn't get the same reaction. In the fall of 2009, my son and I were driving on US 41, M28 towards three lakes in Michigan's Upper Peninsula, where I live. The beast ran across the highway near Tioga Creek. Moose regularly cross in front of drivers, so we watched the sides of the roads carefully. We were very puzzled and thought it might be some mutant wolf and could not figure out what we witnessed. It ran fairly fast about 50 feet in front of our truck. It was so strange because the front of it was much higher up than the back, larger than a wolf. Very strange to see it on your website. Note, I contacted the witness and asked for any further detail of the sighting. This is what I received. The side view shape of the animal was almost like an human shape, with the front legs longer than the back legs which made it run funny. It ran like a bear runs, with the exception of the back legs being shorter if you can picture that. The front, from the angle I saw, looked like it must have had a wide chest. The head appeared wolf-like, but it definitely was not a wolf. The color was brown and black mixed. The hair seemed medlong, like a wolf, and I remember thinking it might have had mange, must have had patches of hair missing. I was telling my son, who is 13, about what I had found on your site and asked him what he remembered. He gave the same description, how very strange and out of place it was. He said that this spring he saw the same type of thing on a logging road near our house, I do remember him telling me that at that time, and it was the same thing. He was riding his dirt bike, 
We live in an extremely remote area, and it ran across the trail. I know where he is talking about because I pick berries there and do get a weird feeling like something is watching me. After doing further research today, there are a lot of reports of strange creatures in this area that go back many, many years. Who knows what it is, but as long as it's not hurting anything, I hope it is left alone. I am very familiar with the wildlife. I do hunt and know my tracks. I have not seen any strange tracks, but now will really keep my eyes open. Please keep me informed if you get any other reports from my area. My brother and I were waiting for our bus, at our usual corner stop. It's about three blocks away from our house and there's a pretty densely wooded creek nearly one to two blocks behind our bus stop. The first thing I noticed that was off was that my brother was standing completely rigid, staring intently down the long road, there are only two street lights and a few automatic porch lights down there. I shook him a little bit and asked what he was looking at. He shushed me almost immediately. Then, out of the corner of my eye, I saw a large, black shape darting on two legs across the street, to the line of houses on the other side, before disappearing. Thankfully, our bus arrived soon afterward, so we got out of there. Born and raised in Muskegon, Michigan. Back in 2002 or 2003, I was on my way to work, on Ravenna Road doing 65 miles per hour trying to make it on time, I saw an animal. I describe it as looking like the black wild dogs on Avatar. The reason I say this is for the mouth on this thing. Scary teeth that looked wicked. The wolf looking animal was like 4 feet tall on all fours running fast towards the west comma dot I'm almost into Ravenna thinking Muskegon is doomed. I might read about hundreds massacred tomorrow while I'm out here working third shift tonight. Anyway, this thing was no joke. I was camping near a lake at a packed campground. The moon was not quite full, but full enough that it dimly lit up the night. I decided to take a walk to the other end of the lake where I sat at the edge of the lake and gazed at the moon's reflection on the water and up at the stars for about five minutes. My attention was then pulled towards a large log that was in the water approximately eight feet from me to my right because I saw ripples in the water. In the moonlight, I made out the head of a dog, coal black, and a human's torso which was a lighter shade, I couldn't make out the legs, and it was laying on the log. It must have been observing me the entire time I sat at the water's edge completely oblivious of its presence because it made no sound. Once I noticed it and began intently studying this bizarre figure with my eyes, trying to figure out what my eyes were seeing, it slightly moved and appeared to become nervous as it looked towards the bank, then back to me, to its right, and did this several times in sort of a panicked, fast and jerking type of motion with its head. I quickly realized there was someone, or something else, on the bank to my right, but was hidden because of a large bush, and it was communicating with it, body language, and the thought of this totally freaked me out, freaked me out worse than seeing a dog's head and the torso of a human atop a log. Inside I felt instant panic, instant fear, 
but I took a deep breath and slowly stood up and walked backward until my feet hit the trail then I turned and ran back to my campsite, fueled by total adrenaline, about one quarter mile away, I was too scared to look over my shoulder. I've told nobody about what I saw and I've thought I had witnessed a demon and have felt like I somehow narrowly escaped with my life for some reason, even though it was non-aggressive towards me I just can't shake that feeling. I just had no explanation for it and have felt like I had put myself in mortal danger because I had been so unaware of my surroundings. I learned a lesson from the experience and when the memory would enter my mind I tell myself how dumb I was and I shiver and try to block the memory out, it was just too disturbing of an experience, but the memory kept returning as I questioned in my mind what it exactly was that I had seen that night, was it a demon? Now I can lay my question to rest because I stumbled upon your YouTube channel and have listened for two days straight to others' encounters. I now know there is such a creature that exists in the world and am now 100% convinced I saw a dogman on that night. The experience scared me so much that I felt the need to run for my life from it, but I was also unharmed by it so perhaps they did not perceive me as a threat, or that easy of a meal with all the campers around? or they are not all that bad but do emit fear that humans pick up on once they are seen? In closing, I will add that I did feel compelled for some reason, like a pull, to take a walk at that time and sit at that spot. Don't know why and it's also something I wonder about. Well, thanks for reading, it feels good to tell someone. On the evening of August 7, 2020, my son and I came to the apartment to move some stuff in. We were both standing at the rear of his truck on the driveway when we both turned around, not because we heard something, but we just happened to do so. We noticed a black odd-looking creature creeping at the end of the driveway, trying to go past us in the direction of the farm across from my cabin. It quickly turned around and was gone fast. We both agreed that it didn't look like a dog or a coyote. We finished unloading that evening and I was constantly asking him what he thought the creature was. He said he didn't know, but it was weird looking. I wrote it down because that's what I've always done. Seven months later, on March 1, 2021, it was a cold and windy early morning. I had put the trash out hours before and was working on the computer. I heard a loud bang, and right away I knew it was my trash can. So. I put my jacket and shoes on, and grabbed my flashlight. It was a little after 3 am in the morning. The reason I grabbed my flashlight is because it's very dark out front and there's wildlife in the area because of woods and farmland. When walking on my driveway to the road you can't see it all, unless it's a full moon. As I got down to my trash can and started pulling the can up from the ground, I hear a car horn blowing and the sound of someone slamming the brakes. As I look towards the stop sign, I see this black figure in the lights of the car, standing in the middle of the road. It drops to all fours and starts heading in my direction. I notice the guy standing in the road. Within seconds, the creature had reached my driveway. It noticed my flashlight and stood up on two legs, boxing its front paws and growling. It sounded like a snore. It had yellow eyes and stood about six foot. It had black spiked hair and had drool dripping from its mouth. Suddenly, the car peeled wheels and made a left turn towards my driveway. 
The creature dropped to all fours and was gone in a blink. The car stopped in front of the driveway and the guy yelled out, WTF was that? He then proceeded down my road. I was walking backwards, shaking nervously towards my front door. I got inside to find myself still upset and shaking my head. I stood at the door with the outside light on and waited for the car to return. After a few minutes the car blew by my driveway and proceeded the original way he was heading when he encountered the creature. This creature looked like something on steroids from a horror movie. I know what I saw. I don't drink or do drugs. I take care of my wife who suffered a massive heart attack and has dementia. I haven't seen this creature since then. When I sit outside at night now, I am packed with two guns. I researched this and found nothing, but I continue looking in case something pops up. I hope I never see this creature again. I still think about when I go outside at night to sit and relax. If you have any stories like mine, I am interested in knowing about it. You may find this sounding crazy, but my background is that I work for police and fire department in Baltimore County, Sparrows Point Police, High Tech Security, Private Bodyguard, Bank Security, Baltimore Blast Soccer Security and Pinkerton Security. I grew up in a town called Hawthorne, located in Nevada. Hawthorne is located right next to Walker Lake. The main highway leading from Hawthorne to Reno is Highway 95, which if you use Google Earth, you can see runs right between Walker Lake and a mountain range. This creates a small area of the highway that is affectionately known to locals as the cliffs. When I was 14, my grandparents, mom, and I were coming home late from a long day of doctor's appointments in Reno. My grandfather was driving, and we hit the cliffs a little after 11.30 p.m. I was in the passenger seat, to help keep my grandfather awake, but I still think it was just so I would sing folk songs with him. Anyway, about one-third of the way around the cliffs, heading toward Hawthorne, there is a small area where the road pulls away from the mountain and creates a small outcove area. As we started to come upon it, we saw a large animal crossing the road, dragging another animal in its mouth, and it stopped in this outcove. Grandpa thought, at first, that I might get my first look at a live mountain lion, so he slowed down. When we got within 100 feet of it, he turned on the brights of the car. To our surprise, it was no mountain lion. We only had a couple of seconds to look at it after Grandpa turned on the brights, because right after the light hit whatever that thing was, it turned to look at us one second, and the next, it leapt straight up the side of the mountain, and out of sight, leaving the mangled body of a fox. Grandpa hit the gas and the old Buick we were in jumped, waking up the women in the back seat. I had never seen my grandfather truly scared before, but even he was physically shaking afterward. I remember the sheer bulk of the thing and the fact that it looked like a really large bodybuilder, when it jumped in the same fashion as a human, with its arms reaching up, toward the rocks almost over its head. It had long, thick fur, but you could see the muscle definition. I don't remember the facial features, but I remember the pure terror when that thing turned and looked at the car with shining yellow eyes. I even pissed myself. I have come practically face to face with a polar bear, 
and I wasn't as scared as when we saw this thing. Now I don't believe in werewolves, and I haven't seen anything like it since, but I hope I never do again. My boyfriend at the time and I were driving in Doylestown, Pennsylvania in 2016 when we saw a upright arched back dog or wolf-like creature run across the road. It had long arms but was on two feet and it jumped up with both feet slash legs at the same time like a hop, but it jumped high onto the wall on the other side of road then jumped straight up and out into the woods beyond the wall. We both saw this and couldn't figure out what it could be. It was dark out so we couldn't see where it went and didn't really want to. It was a creature that neither of us ever seen or knew to exist. I was going through the hiking trails with my dog, behind my town's local high school, fairly late one night. I had gone there plenty of times before since I was young, so I wasn't frightened. While I was walking my dog, he kept trying to stop and was whimpering, which was strange, because he is normally a very brave dog. After walking for about 10 minutes longer, I heard huge branches crashing and breaking. That's when I started to become frightened and decided to turn back. While walking back, I could tell that something was following me. I was terrified. Suddenly, after a minute of calmness, this creature leapt in front of me, across the trail. The creature had long, dark fur and was enormous. It wasn't a bear. It was like a very muscular, huge wolf. After seeing this, I picked up my dog and sprinted off the trail, without seeing it again. That was easily one of the most terrifying nights of my life. Absolutely I will talk with you. I never question what I saw. My ex-boyfriend, whom I am good friends with still, can verify this experience. When I decided to Google Wolfman or Dogman creature slash entity to see if it was possible that someone else may have seen something similar, I found a few sites including your website. It's validating to see others in Pennsylvania have seen similar creatures. I never minded telling people what I saw that night, I am sure some thought I was little crazy, but I don't care I knew what I saw. The exact spot I saw this in screenshots provided. Old Easton Road, next to the Water Wool Tavern in Doylestown, Pennsylvania. It was seen on the bridge that is now being restored and under construction right next to restaurant. The red X's are where the creature ran from left to right with incredible speed and the red swoops are where it jumped like a kangaroo straight up with its two legs, paused very briefly and then jumped into a wooded area like it was a monkey that could swing from whatever it landed on. Like I said it was dark and I couldn't see where it landed. Talk to you soon. My family and another family that we attended church with decided to go camping. That evening, we all went to our tents with our families, me, my husband and our three children and ours. We decided to leave the cover off ours so we could stargaze. After an hour or so we drifted off to sleep. I knew nothing of dogmen at this time and would not for years to come. At around 1am in the morning I was awakened because I felt like something was staring at us. 
When I opened my eyes I saw what I thought was a cat china doll wolf man staring at me, I thought I was dreaming, and he was telepathically telling me he was going to get my children. I thought oh no, you're not. And something rose up in me and I opened the tent and booked. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Did down the dirt road with only my socks on, no shoes. I could feel the dirt beneath my feet, and I ran for all I was worth to deter him from my family. Stupid, but that's what I did. When I turned down the end of the road and was about a ways down, my husband came out of the tent and yelled at me, which caused me to turn, and the dog man who had been chasing me went down on all fours and took off into the field. I went back to the tent and that morning when we woke up, my husband said what the heck. Who brought all this dirt in here? My daughter then noticed my socks, which were full of dirt. I didn't put two and two together, thinking it was all a dream. Now I know it wasn't, and my husband has no recollection of ever getting up and yelling at me. I was born and raised in Pottstown, Pennsylvania and currently still live here. The sighting was an hour west from Philadelphia and half an hour away from Valley Forge. I've had two experiences where I've seen things that I cannot explain. I'll start with the most recent. Last year a friend and I went for a ride to catch up with our friend. It was in March 2020 on a Saturday night and it just so happened to be the weekend when the quarantine started. We were on route 422 around midnight and it was odd cause that highway is usually pretty busy on a Saturday night, but that night we saw maybe three cars within a 30 minute ride. So we finishing visiting our friend and started to make our way back home. It was around 2.30 to 3 a.m. and we were going westbound on RT.422 and again we were pretty much the only car on the road. There's a grass patch that divides the eastbound and westbound highway. We were in the fast lane between the Collegeville and Royersford exit when all of a sudden we passed something to the left of us in the grass. We couldn't see it until we were right up on it and only could catch a glimpse of it for a second. This thing looked like it was on all fours maybe eating roadkill or something, but unfortunately I could only see it from like the waist slash hips down. It was much bigger than a deer and had longer unkempt slash straggly orangish reddish fur, kind of like the color of a red fox but a little lighter in color. What really gets me was the legs on this thing. It had canine-like legs but they were huge and muscular. 
It just had that shape that instantly told me this thing was not something you want to FCK with. The legs looked like the drawings I've seen of werewolves or something evil. Something told me that this thing could walk on two legs also. After we passed it I asked my friend who was driving, did you see that? He replied, yeah. I asked him, what was that? He replied I don't know. Neither of us brought it up again during that ride because I think we were just trying to process what the hell did we just see and didn't want to sound crazy. When I got home I told my boyfriend about it and he has no idea what kind of animal that lives around here that it could have been. Next time I saw my friend, who had been driving that night, we both agreed that whatever we saw does not fit the description of any animals in the area and that it was scary looking. He calls it the beast. A couple months later another friend was leaving my house and heard something across the street making a low guttural growling noise which scared him straight to his car and out of there. He was an animal control officer for years and says nothing around here would make that noise. Then about a month after that my boyfriend was taking out the trash. When he got to the front door he heard something scratching at the door and sniffing loudly. He said it sounded like a pig grunt sound but obviously it wasn't a pig. This past October my friend was sitting in his car in my driveway waiting for me to come outside. I noticed his doors were locked when I went to get in the car. He said he heard something that sounded kind of human but didn't know what it was and it scared him. Once I got in his car I told him everything I just wrote here and I ended my story to him saying, a few months ago I saw something on Route 422 and before I could say anything else he said I saw it too. So I asked what color it was and he described the exact same fur I saw. Then he said when I saw it, it was running on two legs across the highway and once it saw my car it took off really fast like nothing around here would be able to. My heart was beating so hard listening to him tell me this because I know he wasn't making it up. I was glad someone else saw this thing. He doesn't know what it was but said it was about 7 to 8 feet tall and looked nefarious. He agreed its legs looked evil. He saw it around the same time of year as me and it was about the same time of night too. I drive this highway all the time and look for it every time but haven't seen it again. That's about it for that story. I always wonder if any other people saw this thing and what the hell it was. For some background info, I was raised in the deserts, southeast of New Mexico, on two different ranches, so I am very well versed in the flora and fauna of our beautiful state. I even used to track semi-professionally for hunters and our local trapper. I know the critters around this state. We always lived on very remote ranches, 50, sometimes 75 miles from the nearest actual town. My senior year of high school, I moved out on my own, being a part of the DECA program, to live closer to my job and school. Living about 12 miles from Artesia NM, where my school and job were, seemed like living right in town after all of that. I guess my story starts in April of 1999. My boyfriend and I were rooming with a couple, in a trailer house, just outside of Lakewood NM. We rented a room from them and sometimes watched their two kids, as part of our rental agreement. For a few weeks that April, 
a lot of the neighboring landowners had been complaining about wild dogs coming up from the river and harassing their dogs and scaring their livestock. We were about a mile from the Pecos River, and wild dogs have indeed been a problem in the area. One guy had even reported some structural damage to one of his chicken coos. The couple we lived with had two dogs, both of them medium-sized terrier mixes, and neither one of them were on the cowardly side. They had been getting very skittish about going outside at night, though. So much so that we had to make sure to let them out right at sunset, and again at sunrise, because they would not leave the trailer house otherwise, at night. One Saturday night, at about 11 p.m., I know it was a Saturday, because I had neither work or school, near the end of the month, the four of us were sitting around, watching TV, and just basically talking about stuff, when the dogs, who were asleep in the master bedroom, on the far east side of the house, started growling and barking at the window on the south wall of the bedroom. This was really unusual behavior for them, so we all got up to see what they were on about. By the time we got there, the dogs had shifted their barking away from the window and seemed to be barking at the wall and along the wall, like they could smell something there, but it was moving. It was very strange and when they came up to the end of the room, their barking just went crazy. Suddenly, from farther down the wall, at the same time, about where the kitchen was, we all heard this loud thump and scuffling sound. It was powerful enough that we actually felt it, with it being an 80 times 16 trailer house and all. The dogs, at this point, just completely lost it. They cried out a high pitch whine and just dove under the bed. We all ran out of the bedroom, down the hall, and into the kitchen, to see what the heck was up. Peering out the kitchen window was pointless, as it was late, there was cloud cover and the moon wasn't even out. We heard the scuffling noise again, from further down the house, and went into the living room to see what was up. We were all really confused at this point. The next few moments seemed to happen in slow motion. Appearing in the living room window from the left and looking right in on us from the glass was. I don't know what. From the shoulders up was what I can only describe as a man-dog. Its shoulders were quite human, with short sleek hair, but it had the head of what looked to be a Rottweiler. And the teeth. Oh my god. The teeth on this thing. All four of us screamed at about the same time and I guess that scared it off, because it just disappeared. That image is forever seared into my head. Also of note, this was a trailer house, so the bottom of that window was easily six foot off the ground, meaning this thing was seven foot something. No matter how big of a dog or wolf it was, it could not have stood up and looked at us like that, in that window. The guys, being guys, immediately grabbed their shotguns and headed out the door, even though I told them it was a bad idea. Super dark desert night? Big unknown critter? Uck, no, I guess they were out there looking around for it for some 20 minutes before they came back inside and said they couldn't see anything. The light from the house shining on it and it being so close to the window were the only reasons we saw it in the first place. None of us really slept well that night. It just felt creepy. The next morning, I got up early and decided to go have a look around to see if there were any tracks to identify what the heck it was. The grass and weeds that were right beside the house pretty much hit any tracks it made there. Although, 
I did find where it looked as if something had clawed at the siding, along the bottom of the house, in a couple of places, making the thump and scuffling sounds, the night before. I then decided to follow the tracks the guys had made and that was when I made a second, very unnerving discovery. The guys made clear tracks in the sandy dirt and whatever it was out there did as well, because it was pretty much circling them the entire time they were out there, at a distance of about 40 feet. The tracks were huge, canine, and switched back and forth from four tracks to two, meaning it was walking bipedally for at least half the time it circled them. Just freaking creepy. This sighting happened on April 30, 2022 in Birdsboro, Pennsylvania in the Birdsboro Preserve. This area is just north of French Creek State Park and the forests intersect with one another. There are roughly 15 to 20 square miles of dense natural woodlands in this area. It is one of the largest forest areas in southeastern Pennsylvania. It was a crystal clear warm spring day and my 12-year-old daughter wanted to learn trout fishing. We decided to go up to Hay Creek which runs for 13 miles through French Creek State Park and through the Birdsboro Preserve. We parked at the north end of the preserve on Old Route 82, now called Hay Creek Road. We hiked up into the old road past the still active larger quarry and continued up about a half mile past it. We found a spot where she could practice wading in the steam in a safe shallow area of the stream with semi-fast water. There were a lot of people walking hiking and horseback riding that day and not a cloud in the sky. We fished this spot for about two hours or so slowly moving back down the stream. At one point while I was sitting on the bank enjoying the stream and nature while my daughter was fishing I heard a loud crash, like a tree was falling over behind us. It was a bit strange because I didn't hear any chainsaws and this sounded like a huge tree was coming down. It was only a few hundred feet behind us and it was super loud. Being an avid extreme outdoorsman for three plus decades you know when things seem out of place. This was totally different from a tree falling over and then silence. This went on for about two minutes and I stood up and looked around in the direction the sound was coming from but saw nothing. I said to myself that was a bit strange and it just stopped. About 30 minutes later I heard the same thing and again this went on for like two minutes again. Now I'm puzzled and was like what the hell is going on this is not normal. I said to my daughter let's start heading back down the stream and find another spot. I still did not see anything unusual but was on alert. I thought to myself it could be deer up in the back across the road but this sounded. Then I heard a giant crashing through the woods as it was very loud. This time it was definitely closer to us. We walked about 200 yards down the trail and we started hearing this again and it was even closer than the past two times. We stopped and looked up towards the quarry in the direction of the sound but still saw nothing. I said we will cross the stream and fish down around the bend. The spot where you cross the stream is about 30 feet wide and very slippery. We took it slow because the water was a bit high for my daughter. We were about halfway across and all hell broke loose with the sound of tree branches breaking again. It took us about 90 seconds to cross the stream and I was holding her hand to help her. 
The whole time this sound is still going on and I'm looking back but see nothing because we are about 20 feet below the quarry where the old bridge was. Where we cross the stream there is about a 6 to 7 foot berm to step up to the road level. I get up first and help my daughter get up with my hand when I see something moving in the distance out of my peripheral vision. I turn and look and see nothing at first. Then in the distance where this sound is coming from I lock onto a 40-foot pine tree at the top of the quarry swaying violently side to side at least 5 feet each way. I pointed to my daughter and said, holy crap what the hell is that? Look! The next 40 to 50 seconds would change my life forever. We were watching the pine tree shake for about 10 to 15 seconds. Then I saw what I thought was an arm reaching out of the tree. It grabbed a bird which I think was a turkey buzzard. All of a sudden this thing jumps from the pine tree to a big oak tree about 10 feet away and starts climbing on the outside of the canopy. It pivoted around somewhat like a spider on the top of the canopy and disappears into the branches of this large oak tree. Keep in mind the leaves are just starting to bud on the trees and we can see movement in the tree branches. This is about 200 to 300 feet away. The whole time branches are breaking, very large branches about 2 inches thick. This goes on for about 10 or more seconds and then this thing jumps out of the tree. Now, these trees are at least 40 high. Plus it falls another 15 to 20 feet onto a 60 degree incline of rocks. So about 60 or so feet this thing fell. I thought the thing was dead. I'll never forget the sound of the impact. This thing hit super hard and rocks started flying down the side of this quarry incline at least 10 feet. When it fell out of the tree this creature landed on all fours. This thing is lying flat and is a bit dazed and are winded. Then this thing stands up bipedally on its two hind legs and is about 10 to 12 feet in height. I'm thinking that this thing should be dead. I'm thinking bear, mountain lion, Bigfoot? So this thing stands up and then goes back on all fours and jumps like a toad or a frog does. This thing clears 20 feet of ground in total, not even trying, as well as jumps in height about 8 to 10 feet in one jump. It was on all fours again, flat like a frog and then it dropped this bird that it had in its left hand. Keep in mind the thing landed facing away from us on the right side of us with its back to us and running away parallel to our left. It then reaches out with its left hand and grabs the bird and pulls it back into its chest. The arms on this thing are at least 6 feet plus in length. It has human-like hands and legs. The hands have at least 2 to 3 inch claws on the fingers, as well as the feet. As it grabbed the bird it turned its head to the side and I saw the side of the head and face. This thing was bald from the neck up. It had a canine-style snout or nose with an upper jaw with an overhang with very long upper teeth like fangs on a werewolf. No joke about it. This thing when it stood up from heel to hip was 6 to 7 feet in height, and from hip to shoulder was another 3 feet. From heel to top of its head was 10 to 13 feet easy. The head was like a human's head but had pointed ears like a dog's but not on top of the head. It had ears where a human has them but longer and pointed. It had fur like a deer in length, very short brown, gray, and black. The skin was gray in color. This creature was very skinny though. 
like it was starving or not healthy. Very skinny except the forearms and its legs were very tone. It did not have a tail. This thing stands up again bipedally and takes a step, like a track runner jumping a hurdle, and clears a 15-foot rock face again, easily 6 to 7 feet in height and about 15 feet in length. It took another 5 to 6 steps and it went crashing through the woods and we never saw it again. I stood there in total disbelief and I was trying to process what the hell this thing was. I'm a no fear kind of guy and this thing scared the living crap out of me. I'm standing there completely frozen with fear trying to make sense of what the hell just happened. I almost lost myself with fear because I never had that type of fear ever and I had to talk myself out of it. After about two minutes of sheer confusion, I snapped out of the fear factor and I was now in adrenaline survival mode. My number one concern was my daughter and us getting out of there alive because this thing ran the same way we had to walk to reach my car. Keep in mind this was a busy day with people out from being cooped up all winter. Whatever this thing is violent and super strong to the point the right thing to do is warn people of this thing. I'll tell you this, this thing makes a full-grown tiger look like a mouse and that is no joke. My daughter was confused about what had happened. I was very concerned for her safety. As we were slowly walking back I actually started to call 911 but never did because no one would believe me and think I was mad out of my mind. I saw a few people on the way back and I asked them if they had seen a big animal come down this way and they all said no. A message for all the people out there. One thing I want to say is this. I have been in a lot of national parks and state forests and never once seen anything like this creature. Take everything I thought I knew about the wilderness and throw it right out the window and start over. In 2009, in the area of Mount Penn and Neversink Mountain, Berks County, Pennsylvania a witness returning home from work witnessed what he thought was a large dog squatting along the side of the road. He approached with caution as he thought the dog may run out onto the roadway and he didn't want to hit it, but as he approached the animal he noticed the lower legs were very large and not those of a dog. The animal stood up and it was not a dog but a large bipedal canine, approximately 7 to 8 foot tall and standing on two legs. He described a large wolf head with large ears and massive body build. It had long arms with hands and claws and was aware of him as he approached in his vehicle. As he accelerated to go around the animal it reached out for the door of the vehicle. He said it was a light brown in color and was aggressive. Mapping and exact locations under examination now. Updates will be coming. Investigators note, having grown up in that area and spending a great deal of time on those mountains, I can attest to the many strange stories of animal sightings and more coming from the Never Sink and Mount Penn areas like large wild dogs, bears, ghostly specters, and near misses on the tracks from the old Gravity Railroad, but as a youngster we all waved off the stories as a parent's trick to keep us off the mountains and out of trouble. Time to give those old stories a second look. Butch. My husband and I began sitting around a fire pit at my sister's cabin shortly before dusk. There was no one else present the entire time. As always, we were both armed. 
We also had a spotlight and were about 20 feet from the front door of the cabin. We both have been avid outdoor people all our lives with many, many hours hunting various wildlife, trapping, fishing, camping, canoeing and hiking. My husband began playing around yelling weird sounds to get a reaction out of me because I was nervous for the first time out of all the times I had been there for some reason. To our surprise, something answered him from, I want to say, within 100 yards in the woods, with the same sounds he made. He stopped and we sat silently looking and listening for what it was. No more joking around. The yells, probably five in total, came closer over the course of a few hours, until the last one heard was clearly within 40 yards of us. It was with that I decided to go inside. I had been shining the spotlight intermittently throughout the evening into the woods and thought I would do so one last time as we both walked towards the cabin. That's when I saw something for the first time. Yellow eyes. It did not look away or blink, but remained staring back at me from the area the last yell came from. I tried to see its body but everything else was dark around it. When I said I see I shine. To my husband, the eyes moved several feet sideways, staring at me the whole time, then disappeared completely. I have spotlighted deer and various animals and this was not the same. They were at least twice the size of a deer's eyes and there was no indication it had turned its head or walked away, but instead gave the impression of stepping behind something. Once inside the cabin, we retired for the night with the bed having been positioned directly under a window that was left open for ventilation. My husband slept undisturbed throughout the night. I, however, heard what sounded like wood chop six different times. I clearly heard a loud crack close by, also. The next morning, I walked to the area of the last vocalization, I shined down a path. I found the biggest tree in the area about five feet off the path. It was too big to put my arms around. I noticed a clear line from the tree to the path of disturbed leaves, as if something walked to the tree then returned the same way. None of the other leaves around were disturbed except the line continuing across the path in the opposite direction into thick cover. I also found a freshly broken tree limb, approximately 10 feet diameter and about 4 feet long, lying in the path, all of this within 10 square feet it appeared to have come from a live tree nearby and had been broken off several foot above my head. I had every intention on investigating the scene even more but frankly, lost my wit, which is not like me, and returned to the fire pit to tidy up. I knew all this was abnormal and didn't feel right. That's when the most frightening thing happened. My attention was brought back to the big tree by really loud sounds of something big moving fast towards me from the cover where the line of disturbed leaves were. I saw the foliage moving closer as I ran inside the cabin. I am sure I couldn't have been but a second or two away from seeing it burst out into plain view, which is exactly what I did not want. So what I would like to know is. What mimics people's voice, has large eyes that shine yellow at night, hides behind big trees, makes wood chopping sounds, breaks big limbs off of live trees and charges at people in broad daylight. Thank you for your time and consideration of this email. I hope you find it helpful information somehow.
Around 3 a.m. on July 14, 2020 I had my first close cryptid sighting. I'm writing to you in the community to see if anyone else has seen or heard anything the likes of what I saw today. Now I'm a waste hauler, trash man. I start my days very early every day. So the majority of my work day takes place in the wee hours of the day. I live in South Central Pennsylvania and have resided there nearly my whole life. My place if employment is in the college town of Shippensburg. My job sits on outlying area of Shippensburg. A lot of these areas are surrounded by vast farmlands and open fields. Well, this morning while traveling to the start of my route I turned down one of the many roads surrounded by fields. It was a half crescent moon so there was plenty of light to see in the darkness. As I rounded my turn I saw what looked like a cow lying in an open field. But this field had no fences or wire to keep livestock in. And it was only one. I found this very odd as I'm looking at the broad shoulders of what I thought was a cow. So I broke out my high power mag light to brighten up what I was looking at. When my beam hit this animal, it rose up from the ground in a slow lumbering and purposeful action. As it came up on all fours the creature stood about 5 to 6 feet tall at its shoulder blades. On my truck I'm elevated and I sit about that high from the ground. The creature was about 30 feet from me and I know if I stood toe to toe with it, its head would be taller than I, and I'm 6 foot. Now at this moment the back of this creature is still facing me. It then turned its head into my light and the lens flare off its eyes were a yellow green color and eyes facing forward. This was a predatory creature. Not a damn cow. At that moment heat and cold wash over my body and I feel real genuine life-threatening fear take over. I don't move. Sitting the middle of the road knowing I'm low on the pecking order of the food chain at this moment. It continues to measure me for what felt forever and it suddenly turned its head, and tore off faster than I could know. My pathetic guess is about 30 to 40 miles per hour as it darted away. And after all this, the only thing I could think was that it was some fur of giant hyena. The most terrifying real-life creature I've ever witnessed and it was gone so fast. It's been on my mind all day and I had to share this experience. I always listen to your show or others and hear about people and their sightings, feeling away, wishing for my experience. And as of this morning, I really wish I didn't get my turn. Not like that, not feeling so vulnerable. Like it was starting at its next meal. I hope there are others that may have seen or heard of what I saw, that light can be sheet on the topic. Especially for my area. I work in that darkness all the time. Now I'm looking over my shoulder. I was deer hunting just north of the Tuscarora State Forest. This was on Saturday, December 3rd. I have a tree stand on the edge of a large field owned by a friend. I have been hunting here for almost 20 years and have bagged several deer at this location. I saw something that early morning I'm not sure how to explain. It was about 7.10 AM and just turning light. I noticed a few deer in the distance running towards the state forest. I looked through my scope and saw, what I thought, were two coyote following the deer. But these coyotes didn't look quite right. They were larger, almost like wolves. About 15 minutes later, 
I was watching a buck about 600 yards south of me in the open field, when it bolted towards the trees. Then I saw a large dog-like animal. It was slowly walking or stalking, I'm not sure, but it was heading in my direction. I was upwind from it, and it soon noticed me in the tree stand. It stopped and looked at me for a few seconds, then started walking towards me again. It was about 100 yards or so from me, and I heard it growling. This was not a dog or coyote. It reminded me of a wolf, but the back was arched and the head was huge. The fur was very dark and the legs were odd with sparse hair. I thought about shooting it, but something told me not to. I was shaking as well. This animal really scared me. It once again stopped moving and looked at me for a few seconds. The face was that of a wolf, but the snout was shorter than any wolf photo I've ever seen. It had steely eyes, almost like those of a human. Really weird. Something caught its attention and it ran off towards the south. I stayed on the stand for another hour and didn't see anything during that time. When I did leave the stand, I was very cautious. I had no idea if it was in the area. I reached my car and left. I talked to a game commission officer later and reported the animal. He said that there had been a few reports of large dogs, but that they were most likely coyote. I told him that this was not a coyote, but he didn't seem to care. I talked to a guy at church who told me about your website and said I should contact you. I don't want to be too specific about the location because it's private land and belongs to a friend.